Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Here is a message about the cigarette controversy from the Tobacco Institute. Despite years of research, scientists continue to disagree about the alleged hazards of cigarette smoking. Whatever conclusions have been drawn thus far are largely the result of statistics, not clinical or scientific proof. Obviously, much more research is needed. The tobacco industry has granted millions for independent scientific study and will continue its support so that we may replace controversy with facts. Cowboy Killers, Rogue Media Network, and Paul Malls, Pale Males, or Pal Malls, depending on what region of the, the Midwest or the South that you're from, present the greatest goddamn podcast about cigarettes this side of the Mississippi. I'm your host, Harry Slime, and we got your boy Ron over here. Hello, everybody. And we're coming to you live from, oh, man, like a a dingy, like, underground office and like a a corporate building where they like have you ever like you know the uh uh the the concept beto- uh, behind like uh the british sitcom uh smoking room right no i'm not i'm not familiar with that so for all my cigarette smokers out of there back in like you know i think around the same time that the united states got into it the united kingdom was also like Hey, you know, we don't want people smoking cigarettes indoors, so we're going to pass legislation to stop that. And they did, went through, everything was successful. And from that, all of these corporations were, and like, you know, really big businesses that have these like massive buildings were kind of uh, at this kind of in a weird junction because like people like not trying to put into a box but people from the uk smoke a shit ton it's just kind of if you've ever been over there like it's just very kind European. of well yes yes they love the cigarettes and they were having to deal with like no more smoking at the office so like half their like workforce would just have to like you know, like be going on a break and they take up this large chunk of the outside with like people smoking and stuff. And there's like, you know, there's 40, 50 people smoking at one time. So like the air is just like toxic for anybody that walks by it and everything. Right. It doesn't look good as a business. So what a lot of these corporations in the UK did is they took like like the basement or like a floor that like wasn't really being used. And that was the smoking floor. And you just went there and you could smoke as much as, you know, like that was the area to smoke and you could chill there and not have to go outside. And then you could just come straight back into the office. I would just set up my office there. (laughs) How did nobody that that's just the obvious answer. No, I'm just going to work down here. (laughs) <laughs> and all the other cool people will work down here. 
Yeah. And this will no longer be the smoking floor. This will be the cool floor. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But dude. cool. It's like K O O L S. The cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was wild? I mean, I remember because it was around like 2003 or four or so. I think 2004 is when Ohio put in the smoking ban, if I'm remembering correctly. And yeah. I'm, I mean, even to this day, I can still tell you places in Cincinnati. I'm not going to name them, but I can still tell you plenty of places in Cincinnati that you can still smoke inside. Because what ended up happening was there were so many bars and venues like that that lost a ton of business when that hit, especially in Cincinnati, because Kentucky was right across the bridge and you could still smoke in there. So, so much yeah. of the business went over to Kentucky. So, so many businesses got hit. And once they realized that, there's a good still amount of them that were like, we're just still going to let people people do i mean they're all bars but they're like we're still gonna let people smoke in here and if we get caught we just pay the fine it's just financially worth it to like take that risk to keep the business afloat uh, it's it's not a bad route dude especially if the fine is you know which i'm i'm pretty sure it was pretty is like 200 dollars or some stupid bullshit like maybe that. yeah and it well and and it's even if if somebody calls like you might get lucky and go you know five six months before somebody says something oh years years yeah i mean again yeah. you can still smoke there's a place in chicago again not gonna name this one uh but there is a uh, for different reasons beyond just they still let you smoke in there uh but there is a <laughs> <laughs> uh, couple of they, wise guys in there uh, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, your words, <laughs> not mine. Uh, but there is a <laughs> there is a bar, a well-known bar in Chicago, uh, that you can go in and you can just it's it's the epitome of a dive. You can still smoke in there. It's not in the burbs. It's not one of those kind of. I mean, it's the heart of the city. I used to live right down the street from it. Uh, and yeah, you can just still smoke in there and like gamble and play pool. It's it. There's just certain places like that. I don't know whatever deal they have with whatever local agencies, but they're just kind of like, eh. I feel like you could still smoke at every moose lodge in Ohio. I feel like that never changed. Probably there's well, I know there is some weird legal loophole for like VFW halls and things of that nature. private clubs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's things like uh, if it's used as part of a performance, you can kind of get away with it. So like, uh, you know, down at the Aronoff, if they're doing a play, they could have somebody. And that's how people like Chappelle or whatever can get away with it. Like, going yeah, stage and just lighting up a cigarette because there is a weird legal loophole of like, oh, no, it's part of the performance. So shout go. out to smoking legend Nathan Fielder for doing that whole episode where he wanted to get smoking in a bar in L.A. So he set it up as the entire bar was a live action play so that it was technically a performance. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, dude. And he like even sold tickets as that was like, this bar is like the show and you can come watch it. It's brilliant, dude. Very intelligent. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, no, that's the story of smoking bands in, in Ohio. And I mean, I'm still, it happens. There's always places around. It's very true. It, well, and it is like a nice blast from the past to go over to Kentucky to like Main Strauss or something like that and puff on a butt, you know, right at the bar. Here, here's one place I will name. I will forever name because you should give them all of your money always, forever and ever is the Anchor Grill in Covington, Kentucky. 
Uh, if you're ever in the Cincinnati area, go right. It's literally right across the bridge. Just go right across the bridge to Anchor Grill. It is a 24-hour nautical-themed diner in Kentucky that you can still smoke in. When I say nautical-themed, I mean nautical-themed. And it looks like nothing has been changed since like 1963, including the jukebox and the little animatronic things that dance along when you play the jukebox. That's a lot. Is I, well, I mean, it's in Covington, so it's you know close to the river, but not that close. So, does it have any like connection to the water, or is it like no? Is it like yacht club where it's just is just you know five miles inland? Yeah, it's just wallpaper <laughs> that looks like the ocean or whatever. But it's great. Oh my god, you go there at like you go there when the bars close. Oh my god, you're gonna have a good time. You're gonna have the best time. Well, Kentucky, Kentucky knows how to party like those motherfuckers go crazy down there. Yeah, it's mostly the opioids, but yeah, yeah. I, I remember I lived down there one time and I uh, was delivering pizzas and I stopped to like smoke a cigarette and like I was kind of like driving back to the pizza place and i was in like uh one of those like kind of like residential neighborhoods over in kentucky that's kind of it's opioidy we'll say (laughs) and uh they were having a full-on war with fireworks with like roman candles and shit shooting them across like the street it's like 15 people versus like 15 people and they're like running through alleyways and shit like that and they ended up hitting my car before i ended up getting out of there they like bounced a roman candle off the side of my car it's like holy shit it's gonna blow me up here's the thing cincinnati is you know this has a very fair amount of people of the white trash persuasion of which again i fully admit i am part of that's not a dig or whatever me too yeah the, the cultural differences literally just crossing over the bridge into northern kentucky like the the instant just blink of an eye cultural differences that you'll see is like phenomenal because people think that it's like oh it's northern kentucky so it's it's i mean it's just basically like an extension of cincinnati right no newport that one little strip right there with like a movie theater and a bowling alley and everything that's it once you get past that you're on your fucking own bud yeah yeah Yeah. once you get past that you, you know have fun i i for for my travelers out there And for folks that haven't been to Ohio and or Kentucky, I would describe the difference as the difference between Britain and Ireland, where you have like world Ohio is a little bit more like, uh, well, I should say England, excuse me for all the geography ads out there, but we're a little bit more stuffy like the English. We're a little bit more. We have our trashy element that there's no doubt about that. Absolutely. But there's definitely more of a a little bit more of a proper element. And then going to Kentucky is like going to Ireland, man. It's more rural, more like. Just like I like that kind of down home country but like, style. But it's the second that you cross over the bridge. That's the <laughs> yeah, craziest part about it. How it's just <laughs> blink of the eye like that. There's I mean, there's that old saying of wrong side of the tracks. And there's a little point in 
uh, Cincinnati. It's in Wyoming, like the Wyoming Lachlan border. And I would, I went, I grew up around there. So I'd cross it all the time. There is a set of train tracks and I shit you not on one side, on the Wyoming sign is a fine arts center, like a nice, like a fucking like three, four star restaurant, like a fancy butcher shop, all these things. It's a crazy little spot right there. You can do all that. And then the second you cross those literal train tracks, it's pawn store, liquor store, bars on the window. It, it is the literal wrong side of the tracks. I think I know where you're talking about because there, there's that section of Wyoming where it's almost bougie. It's like yeah, oh, almost. Oh, oh, yeah. Wyoming is crazy money. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah, you you drive over it and then like you look around and you're like, holy shit, we just went down like a hundred thousand dollars in like yeah. income level in like, the, in the blink fuck. of an eye, in the literal blink of an eye. And all yeah. it takes is crossing railroad tracks to like real America. That's wild. <laughs> it really. Cincinnati's a it's it's a place of extremes like I I, because like you'll go one area and it's like this and then you'll drive five minutes in another direction and it's in a completely different vibe like one of my favorites is I live over here and like the shift from like Clifton to Avondale or Avondale or whatever yeah is is a big change too Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's another like blink of the eye scenario where you go from because I mean, when you're in the gas, I did. How did this whole podcast just turn into us talking about <laughs> the most specific things ever? Oh, yeah. No, if you get left on uh, Florence and then you're back, back, the who the fuck? What? <laughs> this is our review of Vine Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reading Road. Don't like it. Whole thing's one big speed trap. <laughs> Big facts too on that one. You know what? Keep this your eyes out, folks. Here's a story that everybody can enjoy, and it's kind of related. Uh, did you see that John Gotti movie that they filmed in Cincinnati? The one with John Travolta. Yes, I've never seen the movie. I've just seen. Uh, I've seen a lot of stills of that. I, I am telling you, man. That. Please watch it because it is, it is one of the worst films that has ever been made, and it's great. Um, but there is such a weird part in it that nobody outside of us will appreciate. So here's the setting. It's the John Gotti movie. So it's set in 1970s New York City. But they're filming it in Cincinnati. You know, you shoot it the right way. You can make it look however you want. All right. There is a scene where a car blows up in the movie. And in this movie, in 1970s New York City... It blows up across the street from what we know as a UDF, which is Cincinnati's versions of 7-Eleven. We don't have 7-Elevens. We have these things called UDF. All right. Just kind of our deal. Right. This <laughs> car in 1970s New York City blows up across the street from a UDF with an electric gas like price sign on it. <laughs> it's great if you want to know how much care and thought went into the production of this film just like boom right there and nobody outside of us will appreciate that's a little thing just like that we can snicker at but yes <laughs> is is that the one where like scenes of it were shot in uh uh the comment which has a great yeah, back yeah. patio for smoking it does yeah yeah the opening scene is like john Gotti killing somebody at the comet <laughs> yeah hell yeah yeah damn dude shout out cincinnati being a 
also uh crash too that was uh that was at least that was a decent film yeah no there was a uh did you ever see killing of a sacred deer that's a good one too that's yeah. a great that was filmed here yeah there. i'm in new york city what am i saying it's what fucking whatever <laughs> man i um i was looking up like cigarette facts mm-hmm. and i have to say like Man, they've really laid it on thick with some of this stuff. I mean, are they all from truth.com? Well, there's definitely a lot of truth.com stuff and then there's there's a lot of like what looks to be like people making like a homemade like info graphics and like designs like to quit smoking like there's one here that's like a cigarette broken half with stop written on it with like a a pin and it's just like don't you even mention a thought like that pal (laughs) (laughs) just give me the factoids yeah and then like there's a, a lot of it is like them getting mad at like e-cigarettes and being like, these are not a healthy alternative, which like fine. Okay. That's fine. But you know what? There's one thing that cigarettes will always have over vapes. We look 10 times cooler. Yeah. Although like, to I'm, be fair, vapes are kind of like cyborg cigarettes. That's almost kind of cool in its own way. I I feel you. Like I I like the the I, I the, the bigger ones. I think are kind of can look kind of cool. The little ones look like a USB that people are hitting. Mm. <laughs> Actually, have you seen that video on the internet? No. What? This guy goes to a party and he wants to fuck with people, so he takes one of those old school USB sticks. And he like hands it to people like it's a jewel and is like, here, hit it. And people are just like, <laughs> <"The> fuck. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Every time I see one now, that's all I could think of. I think I have one around here somewhere. But I also found some great like old school like cigarette uh, things. Okay. Uh, like ads and and like uh you know it just uh, cigarette awareness marketing back when they could actually kind of do this stuff right and this one first off <laughs> i wanted to be known that the brand of the cigarette is called fact all right <laughs> and the and the 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 head uh copy line is i'm realistic i only <laughs> smoke facts damn that's so <laughs> fucking hard i know dude Holy here shit. i'm gonna share the screen with you so you can see this badass oh my god can you see see you be smoking rumors we be smoking facts oh shit that's tight bar yeah I'm realistic. I only smell fact. Fact number one, we don't want your taste buds to go to sleep. Fact number two, we have smoke scrubbers in our filter. And fact number three, we have a pa- patent on flavor and low tar cigarettes. 3828800. <laughs> 
All right. Well, and this guy in the poster just, I mean, looks like an abusive dad. So, <laughs> dude, this guy has so many fucking vibes because yep. I mean, there's the manliness of the mustache and like the hardened cheekbones and the way he's holding the cigarette, and even like the the uh, the plaid shirt. You know, for yeah. our podcast listeners, he's got a plaid button down shirt, blue jeans, but then he goes over top of it with a like pea green cardigan yeah almost the same color that like kurt cobain's was in uh, yeah yeah what was it unplugged mtv unplugged and he tops it all off with some blue jeans yeah yeah so yeah like this is a guy that like dude you know who this dad is this is the dad for moral oral oh yeah if he had a mustache <laughs> yeah <laughs> God damn it, I missed that show. That's another one I should rewatch. It's a goodie. That's it's a, good a goodie. One. So, oh, isn't that beautiful, though, man? That's like, great. <laughs> I only and I have another facts. one here. Oh, please share. I don't know if it can uh, top. I only smoke facts, though. Well, it's actually another <clears throat> fact uh, uh, ad. Oh, hell yeah. Now I'm sad that they don't make those anymore. Me too, dude. Yeah. So I could pull that out. I could just pull that saying out whenever I wanted. (laughs) So for the podcast listeners, the opening line is fact. If you're concerned about smoking, you should know something about gas. All right. Oh, yeah. We know about that loud, loud. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm really mad that they don't make. Hold on. You might not know it, but cigarette smoke is mostly gas. So we literally be smoking gas and facts. (laughs) Many different kinds, not just tar and nicotine. Okay. And despite what tobacco people think, some critics of smoking say it's just as important to cut down on some of the gases as it is low tar and nicotine. No cigarette does this both, but fact does. Okay. This is a new thing to me. Low gas. Yeah, dude. Like uh, the fact, the low gas, low tar cigarette. I didn't even know they could do that. No. That's like, weird. Yeah, man. 77, they were really pushing out Brown and Williamson Tobacco Corporation. Y'all want to bring back fact cigarettes. We'll talk about it on the pod and you yeah. be our new sponsor. I was about to say, I mean, you guys can sponsor us. That'd be great. This is boom. Oh, my Marketing God. right there. It's a healthier cigarette with its selective filter. I don't. This is wild. <laughs> yeah, dude. The pack is kind of classy, too. That one's like a gold pack. The other one was like red and white. Yeah. Smoking fags, gold pack, loud pack. That was horrible. (laughs) Fuck. Fact is the first cigarette with purite granules, the selective filtering agent, selective. That means it reduces specific gases and smoke that taste bad. Or about moving the elements that taste good. Damn, dude. So they they were all about the most like like the premium cigarette. Tastes as good as the leading king size brand, and that's not fiction. That's a fact. Damn. Yeah. 
God, Dude. did fucking Don Draper make these? I know, right? I I'm sold. I want to buy like I don't want to buy a pack. I want to buy a carton. Fact: If you're concerned about <laughs> smoking, you should know something about gas. You might not know it, but cigarette smoke is mostly gas. <laughs> it tastes as good as the leading king size brand, and that's not fiction. Oh, dude, that's that f- fucking rules. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can find some more uh, old school. Because that those are good, man. Yeah. There's that. Oh, yeah. There's that guy again. Cigarette actually bag. here let's just look up like fact cigarette brand old school cigarette facts oh shit oh here here's luckies two twenty thousand six hundred and seventy nine physicians say luckies are less irritating okay it's toasted. Your throat protection against mute irritation against cough. <laughs> <laughs> so they were, so were. Are they saying smoke cigarettes to prevent getting a cough? Yeah, I think so, dude. Oh boy, they're either saying smoke cigarettes to prevent a cough, or they're saying that their cigarettes prevent the smoker's cough because they add another like it's like an added. There's like a lucky thing to it that oh you know. Because it's toasted. Yeah, dude. <laughs> All right, let's check out this camel one. Holy fuck. Give your throat a vacation. Okay, first off, pause. <laughs> Smoke a fresh cigarette, and then it's just a doctor holding a pack of camels. <laughs> dude. This is beautiful. There is no peppery dust in camels. That's whisked away by the special vacuum cleaning process. Peppery dust? What the fuck are they talking what? about? Okay, yeah, now I agree with that. I feel like the cigarette industry really had to be reined in. This is like buck wild. <laughs> yeah, dude, look at the one up here. Oh, yeah. This is classic. More, More doctors doc- smoke camels yeah. than any other cigarette. Oh, yeah, this is classic. <laughs> According to a recent nationwide survey, more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. There's a caption. It's like a doctor holding a cig. He's one of the busiest men in town. While his door may say office hours two to four, he's actually on call 24 hours a day. So, okay, first off, if his office hours are two to four, he's a shitty doctor. Yeah. Like, like what? That's a bad doctor. Yeah. The doctor is a scientist, a diplomat, and a friendly, sympathetic human being all in one, no matter how long and hard his schedule long and hard it's two hours his business hours are two hours and that doesn't even say if he's closed on the weekends and that's crazy (laughs) you know what and he i mean he's a doctor so he was rich like the 50s were wild like you could just do that like you could be a doctor for two hours and be like well i guess i'm off to the courses then (laughs) yeah people just yeah like 
honestly and make like, the equivalent of like eight hundred thousand a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a concern in the fucking world when it comes to money. No. <laughs> oh fuck, dude. That is beautiful. That is utterly, utterly, utterly beautiful. Well, my man, um, any uh, final thoughts on the cigarette facts uh, from the old school, what we've learned today? Well, I think we've learned all we need to know. A, more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarettes. Um, it gives your throat a vacation. Uh, 20,000 phys- physicians uh, think that luckies will prevent you from getting a cough. And uh, you know what? These are all facts. Yeah. Yeah. And and shout out to anybody connected with the fact cigarette brand. We are massive uh, fans of yours. We'd love to see the company come back. We'd love yeah. to be sponsors. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll rep you guys until we die. For sure. Um, you want to go ahead and do some plugs, Ron? If you want anything from me, stand-up comedy, social media, Twitch, all that good stuff, streamerlinks.com slash Ron Irvin, E-R-V-I-N. Go check that out. And you can find me at allmylinks.com slash Dirt Voyeur, D-I-R-T-V-O-Y-E-U-R. All of the fun stuff, music, podcast, gay sex. I mean, mm-hmm. you can go to town. You can go to town. Have fun. But, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have fun. But light one up, folks. And take her easy. We're out. Later.